Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first in time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Well, just another tremendous weekend of Mariners baseball. Welcome to the podcast. Hopefully, you had a great weekend. Sure, fun with the Mariners as they continue to roll, taking three of four from Tampa Bay in St. Pete. A four and two road trip after splitting with the Houston Astros and now back at home. This is going to be a fun homestand. The Angels in town for three. The Red Sox follow for four after that. And the Mariners are just playing tremendous baseball. We're going to cover everything that happened over the weekend and get uh, plenty of reaction from there. As It was another great weekend. I mean, fantastic baseball, close games again, and they got three of four. And it started on Thursday. Mike Leak was outstanding. And, of course, Edwin Diaz closes down another close ball game for the Mariners. The stretch and the pitch. Robertson is swinging a ground ball. Third base line. Back at it by Seager. Long throw and a hop to first, and it's in time to get Robertson. And the ball game is over. Mariners hang on and win it tonight. A score of 5-4. to four. Holy smokes, what a play by Kyle Seager. Deep behind the bag at third. A perfect one-hop strike into Ryan Healy for the out on Robertson for the final out of the ball game, and the Mariners win it 5-4. They take the opening game of this four-game series. And then Friday was all about Marco Gonzalez, who continued his role. He was brilliant. Here comes the 3-2. Swing and a miss, and down he goes. Duffy slams the bat into home plate. He's disgusted as Gonzalez dances out of a bases-loaded jam here in the third. He pitched the Mariners deep into the ball game. This one would end in pretty tremendous fashion as Mike Zanino cutting down the tying run at second base, trying to swipe it in the ninth inning. And the runner goes, pitch on the way, a ball. Zanino's throw down to second base. Wendell slides, he's out, and the ball game is over. Mike Zanino throws out Joey Wendell, trying to steal second. Holy smokes, and the Mariners win it tonight by a score of 4-3. to 4-3, to the Mariners win the second game. Both, of course, 1-1 victories, because that's what the Mariners do. Third game of the series, a different story. Felix struggled in it, Tampa Bay... Seven to three, the final score. They get to Felix. Mariners had some chances against Snell, couldn't come through, and the Rays took the final game. So it was up to yesterday for the Mariners to take the series. James Paxton on the hill, and you felt great about that, but Tampa Bay actually had a three to one lead in this one as Tampa Bay gets to him for a couple of runs in the fourth inning. But what happened in this one, the Mariners. They played some serious long ball. A 3-2 offering. Swung on and lasered to left field. This is crushed. Back is Russ Snyder. Warning track. Wall. See you later. Mike Zanino has tied up this game. A two-run blast to left field. His 10th of the year. And with one swing, we are again even. 
3-3 the score. The game was tied at this point, and Kyle Seeger, he would break the deadlock in the seventh. A 3-1 delivery. Swung on and drilled to right field. It is way back, way back, and gone. Nearly off the scoreboard. That was destroyed. Kyle Seeger, a two-run blast, and the Mariners have the lead. It is to 5-3. Touch them all, Kyle. That was crushed. That was unbelievable. He had a great ball game. He also flew out in the second inning, 400 feet to center field. He was on it. That two-run home run gave the Mariners the lead, and James Paxton, after stumbling in the fourth inning, he would get locked in and ended this one strong. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. There was the high gas at 96. Blows it by Ref Snyder. That's the inning. Tenth strikeout for James Paxton. He has done it five times this year, ten or more. He's retired eight in a row. What a way to end this outing for Paxton. He's done it again the fifth time this season. He has fanned ten or more in a ball game. Consider that he came into this year three times in his career. It's also the fourth time in his career he has fanned 10 or more while walking zero. That's the third most in Mariners history. Felix has done it 10 times, Randy Johnson eight times, and now James Paxton has done it four times. He was outstanding. A wild play to end this one, too. The final out of the ball game. well, here's how it played out. It was pretty incredible. Diaz the set and again the 2-2 pitch swing and a fly ball into shallow right field out Gordon coming in Hanniger Hanniger slides and it's off his glove heading to third is field he's going to be waved in here's a throw to the plate on the Zanino plenty of time to get field at home field is out at the plate he was waved in and the ball game is over Hanniger throws out field trying to score from first base on a single into right field and the Mariners win it 5-4 to four over the Rays. They win this series three games to one. Holy smokes, what a finish this afternoon here at Tropicana Field. Another one-run win for the Mariners. <laughs> it's a, a wild play to end it. And the Mariners take three of four from Tampa Bay. Four and two on the six-game trip. Mariners against Tampa Bay this year. They finished six and one against Tampa Bay. They outscore them twenty-six to twenty-three in your face run differential. Edwin Diaz, he's been handed now a one-run lead seventeen times this year. The Mariners are seventeen and zero in those circumstances. Fifteen saves and ERA just a touch over one. He's only given up two earned runs in those circumstances. 17 in the third innings, eight hits, four walks, 31 strikeouts as he does it again, and so do the Mariners. They win. They beat Tampa Bay. Here's what Scott Service said after the game. Crazy play to end the game. You know, I often see it end that way. But, uh, you know, Hannah got a nice recovery, uh, made a very accurate throw, and as a catcher, he's got to make sure he catches the ball. You have a feel for where the runner's at, as he certainly did. He slowed it down, caught the ball, and secured it, made sure um, – Big, big final out. Really good road trip for us. Uh, outstanding. And the, you, know, you go on these road trips, you'll have to win, his, you know, win series. I mean, you know, we split the first one in Houston, but uh, finished strong here. Anxious to get back home? 
fastball curveball uh, felt better got the fastball life came back for him a little bit so uh, really thought he had a well-earned victory sometimes Pax was out there and can just dominate you and it looks easy today wasn't easy wasn't easy at all and uh, you know after giving up the three runs they're really you know knuckled down and, and really said that's it and uh, you know strikeouts are great uh, but you know I didn't walk anybody today and, and uh, pitch count was in check so it's great to get seven innings out of them. By not feeling well, do you mean his arm wasn't feeling well? Or no, he was, the mechanics just off a little, t- little tick off. And, and uh, you know, you're always watching things. Mel's locked in on it. so uh, But he made a nice adjustment and, you know, took it from there. My guy is not quite right. He strikes out 10. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, he found it. He got it going there, um, you know, after the you know fifth, sixth, seventh, much, much better um, kind of what we've seen from Pax. And you know, a lot of life on the fastball. Fastball was running all over the place, which is great to see. Faced a lot of heat out there today, and you guys looked like put a lot of good at bats together. We did. Ivaldi's uh, got great stuff. You know, it throws really hard. He's got good secondary pitches. We got deep in it. A lot of at bats. Not a lot of hits, but a lot of good at bats. And, and that's what it takes to get him out of the game. Um, you know, but you got to give a lot of credit. You know, Z hung in there, had a long at bat. You know, he got a, a hanging slider, and, and he didn't miss it. So, you know, the home runs restored the game today. Uh, we haven't had a lot of those. We had. You'll have one here or there, but we put three of them together today, which is what we needed. It, the sequence there with Alvarado, he walked Cruz right away. Kyle goes at 3-0, and it looked like he was just sitting on a fastball waiting to try. Yeah, Sieg's got history of hitting homers against lefties. Uh, he gets in those fastball counts and put a really good swing. I thought Kyle had a really good game offensively. The first two balls he hit got caught, but you know, deep into center field, and I was joking with him, just hitting the wrong guy out there. He made an adjustment, so that <laughs> was great. Uh, and we certainly, uh, the guys, again, uh, really grinded through road trip I think you know playing here in Tampa it's, it's a young young team they got a lot of guys that you know trying to prove themselves so getting three out of four here is great yeah yeah Alex didn't react real quickly on that it's the first thing he said when he came out yeah I know skip I got to get over there you know cost himself one but uh, you know he hung in there uh, you know made pitches uh, you know I just no, I think he's really tired of pitching against the Rays. Uh, you know, all of his ex- appearances so far with us. So, you know, welcome another club. Yeah, and the pretty remarkable weekend as the Mariners take three of four. And I think the line of the night after the ball game delivered by Kyle Seeger is he chatted with Shannon Dreyer after the ball game, and he'll tell us what best friends do. Thank you, Rick. I'm down here with Kyle Seeger. And, Kyle, we're going to get to the offense there, but uh, you've had some exciting finishes to these games in Tampa that it happened kind of home, behind home plate. Yeah, you know, that's a, uh, they're, they're a good group, man. They're a scrappy bunch. they got some they got some really power arms there and, and the rotation and the pen. So, I mean, that's a, that's a tough, you know, that's a tough team. And, you know, fortunately for us, we're able to pull this one out. You knew you were going to see some heat today. You saw it the entire game. How do you prepare for that? I don't know. I, I, if you got any advice, let me know. It, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's adjustment. You know, we, we know Yovaldi throws hard, obviously, and, you know, he's certainly disappointed. And the guys that brought him out of the pen were throwing hard, too. So it was, uh, you know, it was a firm day, but it was definitely, uh, we didn't get a ton of hits, but we were efficient, so it was good. You didn't get the ton of hits, but you did have some good plate appearances. You got that pitch count up again. You had the 11 pitch at bat that ended in a very hard out. But I mean, just how important is that when you are facing a starter of that quality that has that stuff to at least battle in there? It's kind of like Snell in Seattle. You know, when, when guys are, you know, throwing that hard, and you see with Paxton some too, and guys that 
you know, got really, really good stuff. You got to try to get in there and just grind and, you know, get the pitch count up and hopefully, uh, you know, get to somebody in the pen and, you know, try to take advantage later. But, you know, he, he threw the ball really well. And, you know, obviously a big hit by Zanino and, and Nelly to get it going there. I checked in with you this morning, and it seemed like the swing was feeling good. And you said, yeah, it is feeling good to finally get rewarded. Not to finally, but to get rewarded for that, especially in a day like today. Uh, how did you time that up? Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, I've, I've been feeling good lately. You know, so it's uh, obviously results are good. So it's good to, uh, you know, get some results, especially, you know, get packs and some run support and, you know, let them let the bullpen take care of the rest. All right. Well, you connected. You hit the back wall there. You come around, and Nelson is waiting for you. And I know you have your thing when you have the home runs and whatnot, but he literally jumped into your arms. What does that feel like to try and support Nelson Cruz in midair? He's a lot bigger than you think, but, hey, we're, we're best friends, though, so that's what we do. Best friends <laughs> give each other hugs, so that's what we're doing. All right, last one. That was uh, Edwin Diaz's 15th one-run save this year. He's been absolutely spectacular out there. When you see him come out in the ninth or sometimes a little bit early, that's got to be just a fantastic feeling. Oh, yeah. We couldn't have more confidence than we do in him. He, he's been unbelievable all year. He, he's He's got, you know, absolutely an electric arm, but he's attacking guys. He's going right at guys. I mean, he, he's been he's been phenomenal all year. And, and, I mean, even, you know, today he kind of had a little weird ending to that game. But, I mean, the stuff was there, and he's attacking guys. So that's, that's exactly what you want out of a closer, and he's been phenomenal. All right, nice game. And, Kyle, we know Nelson Cruz is very big. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a big boy. <laughs> Thank you. Best friends, Nelson Cruz, Kyle Seeger. I'll throw it back to you, Rick. Best friends hug, absolutely. And now we'll hear from James Paxton after the ball game last night. Early after the third inning, I had a little forearm cramp going on, and uh, I kind of went out a little hesitant in the fourth inning because I didn't want to let it rip and have something go on me. And then I figured out that it was fine, and I was able to kind of get back to letting it rip again. It was, it was okay. What was the pitch of the at bat that you needed to prove that it was okay? Um, I don't remember the. It's about the middle of the fourth. I don't remember the exact pitch where I figured it out. It was just a matter of kind of, kind of easing into it a little bit and kind of finding out, okay, am I okay or not? And then I finally figured out that I was okay and uh, I was able to start letting it rip again. When did you start feeling that? Was it was right after the third inning. Uh, as I was walking in, I just felt a little cramp in my forearm. Um, we checked it out, though. It's all fine. Uh, there's no problems. Did all the tests and stuff, and it's, it's good to go. Just a little just a little something. Just getting in a bad position on my cutter, I think. Uh, throwing that pitch, kind of dragging it a little bit. Just got to get the hand back on top. We'll work on that this week uh, to allow my, it to be easier on my arm a little bit. The fact that you still have 10 strikeouts, though, and, and being able to make that adjustment and recognize that, what does that say about your progression as a pitcher? Uh, it was big. You know, throwing strikes, getting ahead of guys. Uh, had a good fastball today. I was able to use that, um, hit some good spots with the fastball I needed to. Um, the fastball up in the zone was good for us. And then the curveball, you know, got some, made some good pitches with the curveball and uh, made that work today. Keep the offense going some long balls to help you out here today. That was huge, you know, and some defense. Uh, the long balls and some defense. Campbell made some great plays out there. The boys are doing their jobs. Uh, Zanino did a great job back there. Um, it was uh, it was an all all over team effort today. There's no walks in the game. You go seven, no walks. In the game. When you've been your best, it seems like the big key is just not giving the free base runs. Right. Yeah. No. No free bases. Attacking guys, getting ahead. You know, getting in uh, advantage counts on my side are, are big. You know, if I can get guys 0-2, 1-2, uh, they get defensive, and uh, it's where we want to be. All right. There it was James Paxton after the ball game. Mariners get the win. So now what we're going to do is, well, Mariners now at home starting tonight. 7-10 first pitch against the Angels. The first of three. 
710 on Tuesday, 110 on Wednesday. Uh, LeBlanc against Heaney. Heaney has been outstanding for the Angels, so this should be a good matchup tonight as the Mariners look for Game 1 against the Angels. They've been playing great baseball as well. This is going to be a great series. Then the Red Sox in for four. Seven-game homestand off to the East Coast after that. Yankees, Red Sox, and Baltimore. This should be fun. Hopefully we'll see you at Safeco Field. Right now, Greg Green is here to help us get ready for the homestand. And then, after that, the week that was. Greg Green. It's great to be back. It is really good to have you. you are, it's about time we get you on the magazine, Gigi. Yeah, my, my agent had a hard time uh, finding me, getting me booked on the show. <laughs> now, I, I refer to you, I think most of our listeners know who you are. I refer to you as the, as the director of, of all things fun with the Mariners, all things cool. But your, your technical title? Uh, yeah, it's director of fun and games. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mariners are they're coming back home. And the Mariners will be home uh, for a seven-game homestand. It's a big homestand. Angels and the Red Sox come to town. And, Gigi, you know me well enough. One of my favorite things that we do at Safeco Field, post-game fireworks show. Yeah, first one of the year. Yes. First of five coming up on Friday night. Uh, always fun. you got summer right around the corner. So uh, got a kind of a little summer baseball theme. we got a few surprises up our sleeves for the fans. Uh, and they're always a great show, you know, getting down there close to the field, seeing those – Fireworks going off, and uh, you know it, it should be it should be a lot of fun. So we got four more coming up, uh, a prelude or July Fourth Eve, if you will, on July third. We'll have another fireworks show, a little patriotic theme, uh, the Pearl Jam fireworks night on July twentieth uh, against Dodgers on August seventeenth. You got favorite sing along fireworks. I know you enjoy Katie that. Katy Perry fireworks will be <laughs> part of that. Yeah, I'm sure. of course. And uh, Fan Appreciation Fireworks on September 28th. Okay, so five in total. The first one is just around the corner. That's good stuff. Uh, what else do we have coming up on the homestand? So tomorrow, right out of the gate, uh, another BECU Mariners value game. Uh, $15 view and bleacher seats and $30 manning club seats, uh, both tomorrow and Tuesday. Recently added five more of those, so you can get in on it uh, on July 4th, uh, the 5th of July. Additional dates this summer, including Sunday the 8th against uh, the Rockies. Fans been loving it. Tell us they, they want more and we're giving them more. I was going to ask, uh, uh, last look, it was something like 25 this year. So does that mean we're, we're up to 30? We're up to 30. Is, uh, that, an all, value games. is that an all-time high? Uh, it's the first year of this program, but uh, it's it's high for the number of uh, yeah, value dates so. we That's have. That's terrific. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of, and the, the uh, Link Light Rail offer has been extended to the All-Star break as well. So come take the Link Light Rail to the ballpark and grab those value tickets and have a great time. And what is that, show your game ticket? Yeah, okay. yeah, you it, you can go to the ballpark and uh, back on Link Light Rail for free as long as you got a Mariners ticket. That's awesome. Okay, well, uh, I, we we've talked we talk bobbleheads from time to time. Yes, Mariners bobbleheads are typically better than the rest, and this year is no exception. I'm looking at two. We're talking two Hall of Fame worthy bobbleheads. <laughs> we expect Cooperstown to be calling Camden Finney any, any moment. Yeah, uh, it's been a great ball-led roster, and uh, two big ones coming up. Canada Day. Who else are you going to put on Canada Day? Sunday, July 1st. Got to put the big maple, I right? I think that's a given. And, uh, you know, he's, he's not particularly known for his curveball, but he definitely threw us this one with this year with the eagle landing on him. Uh, no, the curveball's curve been very good lately, by the way. All right, GG. well, I don't I mean, want to knock it, but, I mean, you let's know. Let's leave the baseball the talk heat. to the pros here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you talk about the bobbleheads. Let's stay in our lanes. Know your role, okay? I, I will step out now and just tell you that we added the uh, 
the eagle late after he swooped down in Minnesota. This the second is start, yeah. It's a, a detachable eagle that goes on <laughs> James James uh, shoulder. I think that's the first time detachable eagle has been used, and anybody listening is free to use that as their band name. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the detachable eagle on his shoulder there for uh, July first, first twenty thousand fans courtesy of our friends at Root Sports, and then uh, just a few weeks later, uh, July twenty first against the White Sox, a Saturday night. Uh, D Gordon, his first his Mariners bobblehead debut. Leaning on a lightning bolt, oh. of course. It's just, it's awesome. He helped us design it. He had some ideas, shared it with Camden Finney, and it turned out great. Player collaboration for bobblehead design, is this a typical thing for the Mariners? Is D the first? <laughs> I mean, like, because I, I, I guess I never would think that a team would actually approach the player and say, hey, what do you, if, what do you want on your bobblehead? Sometimes, you know, we'll get some ideas from them. we get ideas from fans. Um, you know, D's came about a little bit later. Um because, you know, the deal was made. I can, sure. I can go back. And you heard it on talk. the wheelhouse. Yes. Sure. <laughs> you broke it there. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a curveball, does he, D. Gordon? No. I, I mean, his, his dad did, so maybe yeah, he thought Yeah, I get credit for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, from, uh, on occasion, if we have time, we'll, we'll get the players involved and, and share with them. But uh, I think his and Paxton, all the bobbleheads, uh, have turned out great this year. First of all, Paxton's hair, to get back to James's bobblehead, is tremendous. I mean, yes. there's, a, there's a fade going on here, which is outstanding. It's one of the rare bobbleheads where you have the cap off. Yeah. Oh, good point. Because, you know, during the anthem, you, you got the cap off. And very true to form. Yes, very detailed. Uh, Paxton's bobblehead really does look a lot like James. And I am. I feel like, because of the uniqueness of this with the detachable bald eagle, <laughs> as you've referenced, I feel like the lines... Before the game starts, to be one of the first, you said twenty thousand. First twenty thousand. I think this. I think this will break. And now, okay, Griffey, Ichiro, the, some of those bobbleheads. Yeah, right. The Ichiro dual bobblehead. I'm sure yeah, was the, off the, the first th Ichiro bobblehead. I mean, it was down the block. I mean, it was okay down by where the Krispy Kreme is now. It was crazy. It was seriously that far? Oh yeah. Th at some point, did they count and go? I think, I don't think <laughs> if we're standing at Krispy Kreme, I don't think we're going to get one. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, w I mean, that was we didn't expect that. So sure. the kind of line form, we're like, oh, my goodness, people really want this. Um, well, so we, I we, think, okay, aside from that. People will be excited about the July 1st Canada get here, Day. Get here early. I expect to Detachable see Eagle bobblehead. Are we missing anything? I, we've, we, we've covered a lot here, Jake. We have covered a lot. Turn ahead the clock night, June 30th. Oh, yes. I mean, the 20th anniversary of the game, uh, July uh, – 1998, and uh, bringing back those cool uniforms that the guys wore, the the maroon and black and silver unis. Guys will be wearing that. We're playing the Royals, the same team we played in 1998, so it's a throwback to a turn ahead. Oh, and, you know, fans said. get the cap. First 20,000 fans get the cap on June 30th, thanks to Alaska Airlines, and uh, the players are being wearing uniforms they haven't worn in 20 years, uh, and we got a lot of fun surprises in the ballpark as well. G-Man, this will be like deja vu all over for you again. Yes. Won't it? I was there. You were, you were you at were that there. game. I was at that game. I mean, how much fun was that game? It was awesome. Yeah. And it was, especially at the time, no one had ever done anything like this before. Yeah. I mean, the Mariners played with their hats backwards. The whole thing was Cut shirts untucked. Yeah. yeah this was, was like, whoa. Like Griffey had a silver glove. Yes. Yeah. And spray-painted spikes yeah. silver. Yeah. And watching it film was amazing. And the Royals uniforms, just yellow. I mean, no one wore anything yeah. like this. Yes. It was amazing. Gigi, this has been awesome, man, as always. It's great to be back. It is good to have you back on Mariners <laughs> Airways. It's about time. Looking forward to seeing you guys back tomorrow. We can't wait. There he is, Greg Green, the director of all things fun and cool with the Mariners. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine.
Here's the windup and the 3-2 pitch. Breaking ball, swinging a ground ball to third. Up for the ball is Seager. Toss across in time to get Robertson, and that will end the inning. Felix Hernandez, eight very strong innings this afternoon, giving his ball club a chance to come from behind and try to win it late in the game. And the lefty's pitch on the way. Gordon with a swing and a soft looper into shallow left field. That's going to drop in a base hit. Here comes Heredi on to score. Mariners lead 2-1. to one. D. Gordon with a parachute into shallow left field. The infield was up close. Daniel Robertson was near the cut of the infield grass, had to go back, and it landed softly on the grass in left field. D. Gordon with an RBI single, and the Mariners have the lead. The set by Diaz, and the 2-2 pitch, swing, and a miss, strike three, and a slider, and the ball game is over. Edwin Diaz, Sugar, with a save. How sweet it is, and the Mariners sweep aside the Tampa Bay Rays in this three-game series. They won it 2-1 to this afternoon. That was awesome. You know, it's great to come out in the winning end of that. I don't think our team ever had any panic. Felix got out of some really big situations, made some really clutch pitches. That was really fun to play behind him. Genuinely mean that. He had a lot of passion, and that, that was great. Here come the Astros, burning with desire. Here come the Astros, breathing orange Swinging a fly ball deep to left field. Going back, Gonzalez looking up. Goodbye, baseball. Into the Crawford boxes down the left field line. Kyle Seeger with an opposite field. Three-run home run here in the top of the first inning. Houston, we have a problem. Pitt swung on, well hit ball deep to left field. Stay fair. This one is up by the windows, and it is gone. Goodbye, baseball. Holy smokes over the railroad tracks. Down the left field line, Mike Zanino with a long home run. Gene with a swing and a drive deep to left field. Going and going. This one is gone over the railroad tracks in left field. Yeah, you know, we feel good. We're playing with a lot of confidence. You know, we uh, there's a lot of uh, trust and a lot of belief in this team. So, I mean, we we understand that, um, you know, our pitching has been awesome and that they're going to keep us in games. And, you know, offensively, we just need to, you know, crash and scroll and do whatever we can. And the one to the window swing and a ground ball wide of third. Take it by Seager. Over to the shortstop. Segura for one. His relay to first is in time for the double play. And that's going to go 5-6-3. They get Crone at second and double of Wendell over at first base. Seager was playing so far off the line, able to get to it. And that's it for the Rays. And what a night from Mike Leake. The stretch and the pitch. Robertson is swinging a ground ball. Third base line. Backhanded by Seager. Long throw and a hop to first. And it's in time to get Robertson. And the ball game is over. Mariners hang on and win it tonight. A score of 5 to 4 Holy smokes, what a play by Kyle Seeger. Deep behind the bag at third. A perfect one-hop strike into Ryan Healy for the out on Robertson for the final out of the ball game, and the Mariners win it 5-4. They take the opening game of this four-game series. Here comes the 3-2. Swing and a miss, and down he goes. Duffy slams the bat into home play. He's disgusted as Gonzalez dances out of a bases loaded jam here in the third here's the pitch swung on line to right field Hanniger goes over he's right there reaches up makes the catch and Marco Gonzalez goes one two three here in the seventh inning he has been unbelievable again tonight just one run allowed through seven and the runner goes pitch on the way of ball Zunino's throw down to second base Wendell slides he's out and the ball game is over Mike Zunino throws out Joey Wendell trying to steal second 
Holy smokes, and the Mariners win it tonight by a score of 4-3. to three. 